Listen in to find out how to start streamlining your back office. We start our journey together with Michael Robertson from Guild Payroll. Plus, I welcome Kazakhstan, yes, Kazakhstan, our newest country to join Transformation. Welcome to the Transformation Show, where successful pharmacy owners and technology partners help you to build a better 21st century pharmacy by embracing technology. Here is your host, Robert Starr. G'day everyone and welcome back to Transformation, the only dedicated podcast in the world where pharmacy and technology collide to bring you, most importantly, the motivated pharmacy owner, all that you need to start building a smarter, more successful 21st century business before it's too late. My name's Robert Starr, your host and guide on this fantastic journey of ours and we are into episode 25, a quarter of a century done and dusted. I cannot believe the time has absolutely flown. I hope you've all had a great week. I've got a lot to share with you today. And just before I get started, I wanted to share with you one of the great reviews that I've got in the last couple of weeks that have come through on iTunes. And for any listeners out there who are thinking what could they do to show their appreciation for me for putting this show on, I'd love you to put an iTunes review up on the iTunes store. It obviously helps with the ranking of of that, but it also lets me know what you think about the content that I put together for you. So the the, um, feedback that I wanted to share with you is from Mohammed. And Mohammed, it's a fantastic feedback and and I absolutely love it. And I'll read it to you. Robert is a passionate second generation pharmacist with a deep passion for technology, a great combination of skills. His passion for pharmacy is outstanding and this podcast is a wonderful gift to the pharmacy world to learn and adapt the knowledge in each episode. I deeply appreciate your efforts in making pharmacy a better place. Thank you so much, Mohammed. I really appreciate that. Look, my intention and As I always say, my editorial mission to you guys is to help you and provide tools and education around some of the technology that's out there. And it is such a wide landscape of technology, but to help you understand the opportunities of how that's relevant to you and your business. And of course, no one knows your business better than you do. So if you can grab some insights from what I'm sharing with you, that's the greatest thing that I could ever hope to achieve, and I hope that that's working for you and your business. Thanks, Mohammed. I'll share a few more of those reviews in next week's show as well. Wanted to welcome Kazakhstan, our 51st country to join transformation. I've had a couple of uh, humorous comments come through on the Robert Starr Facebook page um, about what I should perhaps do to announce on this show, but in all seriousness, very, very, very welcome. And, uh, you know, the more, the merrier. And, you know, we always find that the issues that we discuss in transformation aren't just unique to us in pharmacy in Australia, but a representative across the world. So welcome to you guys. Also wanted to let you know, um, I hope you enjoyed our special edition of Pharmacy Freedom on uh, the Transformation Show last week with full audio. I know a lot of you have jumped on that and um, despite the fact that it is an hour and 10 minutes or so, um, you've gone right through it and I really appreciate the time that you've taken out of that, particularly if you hadn't had the chance to come online on the day or visit the uh, Transformation Pharmacy Freedom launch um, on uh, last Thursday. So thank you for doing that. And I just also wanted to share with you that um, there is a launch page. So if you go to robertstar.com and hopefully you've all had a chance to test it out. And again, I'd love to get some feedback as to whether that site is working for you, whether it's giving you the right information. And also if you found any faults in it, I'd love to be able to fix it and refine it. But I do have a book launch page that you can go to. And that's got all of the photos, all of the videos, um, all the slides from my presentation as well uh, that you can go and have a look at on there. I may have mentioned that in last week's show, but I'm going to throw one extra thing on there as well that I really think will be beneficial for everyone who has listened. Um, we've got, we did a bonus webinar for all of the virtual attendees and the physical attendees to Pharmacy Freedom. And the feedback I got was that it was very beneficial for everyone because we were able to actually go through a full demonstration of the Pharmacy Freedom Index, which I think is a great 
benchmarking tool that you can all take advantage of um, and really get a good understanding of where you sit in three key areas of operational efficiency, a patient-centric business model, and obviously smart use of technology, and where you can find the biggest opportunities that exist in your business so that you can make your next 12 months the best that you've had in transforming your business into a smarter, more successful 21st century business. So I went through all of that, plus we went through some question and answers that came up from the uh, broadcast that people wanted to answer. So I'm gonna invite everyone who wants to join that webinar. Uh, there'll be a link on the launch page if you wanna click on it. Um, or it's registrations free, um, so there's no cost attached to it. I just think it'll really benefit you as well. The other thing I wanted to share with you is that we made Pharmacy Freedom a social event. So we, we had a hashtag for Twitter and also Instagram, and there were some great photos and some great tweets that came through that I couldn't help myself but to put together what's called a Storify story. And for those of you who listened to my APP version of this in episode three, um, I did the same for APP and I did that for Pharmacy Freedom. So if you wanna see how the world interacted with Pharmacy Freedom, all the photos, all the tweets, I've got a dedicated post on my blogs, on my blog, which is on robertstar.com. Check it out, um, it's, it's fantastic. And I was just simply blown away by the support not only locally, nationally, but globally. We got people as far as Washington, New York, London joining the broadcast was terrific and some great, great um, feedback and news that came through from there. There's also, for those of us who are listening to all of this who feel like, oh, how do, I've missed out, how do I catch up? Really easy, guys. You can just go onto my homepage of robertstar.com. Just register there. You'll get full access to all the presentations, all the videos, all the Q&A sessions, um, and the bonus webinar. And you can jump back on and you can catch yourself up probably in the space of a bit, of, bit over an hour. And um, yep, you'll be up to date with everything that's going on. Okay, so enough about pharmacy freedom today. I, um, I just wanted to throw out something that you may all have been seeing um, on the TV and also if you do get on YouTube, that you may actually be seeing this uh, becoming quite a prevalent campaign. But um, our biggest pharmacy retailer in Australia, being Chemist Warehouse, launched a massive campaign this week. Uh, they've taken on the, uh, the, uh, the well-known British song, Our House, and uh, developed that into at your chemist warehouse and it's, it's become very, very catchy. But what we can actually tell from a digital perspective is that it's actually been downloaded and watched on YouTube over 60,000 times in the last couple of weeks, which is absolutely extraordinary. But the reason for me mentioning this to you, and it's not to make you feel, oh great, they've just found another avenue to take advantage of us and our customers are gonna see them on YouTube and so that's another channel that we've missed. Because it isn't. Um, it really is, I'm mentioning this to emphasize to you that despite the fact that the what they've put together is a very sophisticated advertising campaign, and also I might add another little bit that they've done as well uh, with the AFL in a moment, is that it's, accessible to everyone. For you to create a video that is, in, that is in perfect sync with your business and what you do, and to even do something as you may, even in Australia we had these Brumbies bakery commercials, and for those of us overseas, um, it was a bakery that really just got a camera out and shot a very candid commercial amongst one bakery staff and it went uh, viral uh, because they really engaged who the people are that worked at Brumbies and how they could take advantage of it. I think it was Brumbies or it might have been Baker's Delight, sorry. So really what the, the opportunity there for all of us is, and we're going to focus on this in a couple of episodes because looking at this, I thought, well, okay, great. You know, they, they, they've, they've, they've taken the first line of pharmacy, which has shown a campaign that isn't centered around product and price. It's so important that we let people know what our essence is. I don't believe that Chemist Warehouse essence is captured in this. It's not a true representation of the customer experience that you have when you go to Chemist Warehouse. But I believe that we have a big opportunity to be able to represent our customer's experience in the same light. And you don't need to have a twenty dollars or $30,000 commercial made for you that has to go on national TV to do that. If we've all got iPhone 5S's, 
the, the high definition camera on there is more than suitable. If you're using a Samsung, again, the high definition camera is more than enough to get your message across. And it's just a case of next time you catch up with your team, and hopefully we're doing that quite frequently, and um, it's certainly getting everyone's ideas on paper. I think we should all be looking to create our own campaign as to what our pharmacies stand for and what our communities can experience when they come and visit us. And by going to YouTube, you expose it to everyone. It's very easy to share, very easy to find. And I don't think you should be too worried about being too perfect with it. If you get your message right and you really capture what your business is all about, there's a great opportunity. Sure, Chemist Warehouse have had about 80,000 views, but there's no reason why no other community pharmacy can't compete with them on the same level. Because YouTube doesn't require you to pay a TV network a few million dollars for a 30 second spot. You've got the eyeballs and it's the world's second biggest search engine as well. So please bear that in mind. We'll focus some attention in the coming episodes on how to do YouTube videos and how to best do them. But I'd love you to be able to take out your smartphones, experiment with them, even send them through to me. I'd love to see them. I'd love to give you some feedback on them. And I think it's just a great opportunity for us all to be taking advantage of at this time. So also at this time as well, I want to focus on back office because it's not something that we focus on enough. It's something that takes and diverts our attention every day in our pharmacies. But we're going to focus on that today. And that's going to start with Michael Robertson from Guild Payroll. And I'll interview Michael in a moment and introduce you to him. But it's so important that we try and focus some of our attention each week on becoming more efficient and streamlining our back office because that sits as the single biggest thing that prevents us from spending more time with our patients. And it starts with things like payroll, human resources, things that take up a lot of time and there've never been more tools available for you to be able to get better visibility into that and to start to automate some of these manual labor intensive processes. As Michael will tell us, and we're gonna start a series of back office and operational efficiency over the coming episodes, it's never been easier to be able to get to a paperless, streamlined, easy system that gives you strategic insights into your business. And that can give you the great advantage of being able to become that patient-centric pharmacy where your back office is so well efficient and it's so well run that you can focus all your energy on your patients. Our interview today is with Michael Robertson. He's the branch director of the Pharmacy Guild of Australia, South Australian branch. He's also the CEO of GP Payroll, which is an off-the-shelf company that can manage non-pharmacy payroll. Michael Robertson, welcome to the Transformation Show. Thanks for having me, Rob. Oh, great to have you, Michael. And, you know, certainly we, we probably don't spend as much time uh, focusing on the back end of pharmacy and some of the operationally efficient systems. And certainly payroll, I think, for every pharmacy owner that is listening to this show is always the bane of sometimes their, their existence over a fortnightly period and it gets ma managed differently. So I'm hoping that uh, obviously they'll get some understanding as to how they can make that a little bit easier for themselves now and obviously leverage that time back for their patients. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, uh, I guess, a lot of the back-end stuff, such as payroll, are the things that people really, they don't ignore, but they just wish would go away. Yeah, look, absolutely. And Michael, I'd love to get a story at the beginning of these uh, interviews. Is that um, how, did, how did you get involved? I guess you're a branch director of the Pharmacy Guild in SA, but how did you get involved, um, I guess, in the payroll solutions and have built it up into what uh, Guild Payroll in SA do? Well, it's, it's been a uh, fairly interesting journey, I'll say that, Rob, for a start. It's, um, I came to the Guild about oh, just over seven years ago, and as part of uh, the process of overviewing what the branch had done and what sort of services we delivered and basically how we finance those services, we really tried to think of a way that we could actually uh, assist the branch in developing non-membership uh, income. So at the moment, income for us from members is only about 20% of the whole of the branch funding. Yeah. And we really needed to come up with, I guess, some reasonably inventive solutions. And somebody had already had that inventive solution here at the Guild. They'd, um, uh, many years ago, 
had a member who came in and was sick of doing his own payroll, mentioned it to our OIR manager, and that was our ground zero client. So yeah. about uh, 10 years or more ago, they just started doing payroll for a couple of pharmacies because the, uh, because the owner had not uh, wanted to do them themselves. When I got here, we had about 35, 40 clients. It was a completely manual process in the branch. Uh, we really made no money out of it. It was uh, a cost-neutral cost program for us at the time. And when we decided to, that this might be a business area we could actually go into and a, a service offering to our members to alleviate them of some of the back-end um, back tasks that they really don't like to do. And also to try and stop a bit of uh, what you would normally call a, um, an upset employee in the uh, pharmacy as well. Uh, we decided that payroll might have been it, so we looked for uh, strategic partners that we could partner with because we wanted to go to a completely paperless and electronic system, which we now have. Yep. In fact, we're just currently developing the last component of that so that members will be able to come in as, as they decide to either change uh, staff or new staff come on or we actually get a, a brand new client in fact, be able to come to a web-based solution where they'll be able to enter all that information in and that information then will just be transferred directly to us. Yeah. So we're taking the whole, we're trying to make it from the very, very first component that they um, that a member will take up to the very last part, completely electronic, seamless, integrated into their business and able to actually assist them with some of their business planning. So that's where we're heading and uh, we're actually now moving out into other areas as well, including the medical fields and uh, into other retail items, because we see this as a small to medium enterprise solution for payroll. Yeah, no, look, absolutely, and look, I think I think you know our listeners today will be at varying degrees of where of how they handle their payroll. Some of them may have part-time bookkeepers. Some of them may spend the wee hours and the mid and burning the midnight oil doing it themselves. So, I think I think just to uh, I guess start our journey today in terms of the education, um, how. how um, how, how would you what would you what would your advice be right at this point in time because obviously we're going to have people at different stages um what would be the precursor because you know what we're talking about is an as a fully integrated end-to-end paperless solution you know certainly i identify that and you know for our listeners i will disclose that um that michael and guild payroll have looked after my father's pharmacies for three years so um, I'll, i will just say that up front and i and i am a fan and i do believe that you can uh, benefit from listening to him today otherwise he wouldn't be on the show um but certainly um i'd love to know what what um you think is the best way to get started because certainly workflows and processes stay the same even in the end-to-end solution but we've got to make a starting point to make that transition don't we well that's right i think a lot of it comes from the fact that a pharmacist or an owner really needs to have a look at their their business the way it's set up if they're getting like we've had many clients who have had their accounts who have been doing their pay or a bookkeeper wondering if they're actually getting good value for money. I mean, we're often seen as a uh, as a much higher end uh, uh, solution because we do we're, we're not the cheapest of the pay bureaus in in Australia, but we offer uh, I guess a solution that works well for business. But they need to actually understand are they getting what they need? Is there valuable time? So if a pharmacist themselves is spending three maybe four hours a week, or they're paying a bookkeeper forty fifty dollars an hour to work on their the solution for three or four hours a week, is that actually the best use of that cash? Because they can often come and see uh, organisations and there's a number of different pay bureaus out in the out of the ether uh, who will actually do their payroll for maybe the equivalent of about an hour is paid for them a week. Yeah. So that while they can generate that income and if they want to be really a small business person by all all uh, all of the research should be spending about thirty percent of the time just planning and working or planning their business. If they're not spending that time and not getting that value, particularly as things are starting to change in pharmacy, yep. things are becoming tighter and harder, they really need to go and do that. This is one of the components that they can actually give to somebody, but they can still be a really integral part of actually that process. Yeah. And they can keep an eye on the process. And not only that, they can, in fact, with most of the electronic uh, information software packages that are out there now, and there's a number of them, uh, they can, in fact, integrate that into their business planning solution. Because you can, in fact, start to forward plan. Most pharmacists, like I remember when I came to the Guild seven years ago, 
we had lots of pharmacists who would talk to our branch president or ring me on Saturdays and Sundays, and they were sitting there and doing their roster for the next week. We can buy some of these solutions now. You can actually do your rosters for six months mm. or 12 months in front. You can look at your Christmas rosters and what things are going to happen in Easter. So your planning and your strategic direction is far, far greater. Absolutely. And, you know, there's always all the newer newer factors that have come into play only in the last few years, the compliance around Fair Work Australia, the number of rosters that you need to be keeping and how many years you need to keep those compliance records. And, and obviously, if even from a financial perspective, you know, you, met, you, you mentioned obviously things are getting tighter and I don't think there's ever been a time where operational costs have soared to the level that we're at at the moment. And I think every pharmacy owner needs to be 100% aware of of, uh, obviously their, their wages to sales ratio and obviously perhaps more recently their wages to gross profit ratio uh, to be able to determine obviously their uh, you know, staff profitability and you know they, these types of tools particularly um, yours as well um, can give them that insight can't it? It can and I guess that's one of the things I, I will mention and here's a disclaimer we work with a group called WageLock yep. and WageLock is a software package that we actually license. So everywhere that we put it in, we actually have to pay a license at that site. But what it did, we, we went on a bit of a search around and really wanted an integrated package that was intuitive and would allow people to, in fact, get information in real time to assist their businesses. And that's what this program has done. There are many other programs like it, but we, we just found it integrated really well with the systems we were developing. And I will say that it was quite funny. I looked all around Australia and then I looked in my own backyard here in Adelaide <laughs> and, and found a solution. But with that, one of, the, one of the really good parts, one of our largest clients who has over 70 sites, uh, we can actually transfer their daily uh, POS or their daily uh, takings against the percentage of salaries every day for that company back to a number of different spreadsheets. We do it for a cloud-based solution. So what that allows is that that head office then has all that central and vital data on a 24-hour basis, where they're collecting it on a month-to-month basis prior. Mm. So now they're, in fact, able to fine-tune their rosters and fine-tune their stores to make the greatest profit that they can or get the greatest dollars up in an effort of being able to actually change and be part of the title change. So rather than sitting and even looking at last week's statistics, you can look at this week's statistics or yesterday's statistics. Mm. So if you have multiple sites, so let's say you might have a couple in... Victoria might have a couple in New South Wales and have a couple in Western Australia. With a solution like this, you can actually drive all that information back in real time. So you're only really hours behind the system. And you can actually start asking questions to your managers or your business partners about how you're actually managing the human resource. We know we had, I will say, we did have one client who was in a large shopping centre. And part of their, their solution was, in fact, really wanting to make sure that staff, because staff were taking maybe 50 minutes for lunch, etc., during busy parts of the day when they were actually required on the floor. And the solution we actually put in for them, because you actually have to fingerprint coming in and out, they did it at lunchtime, actually made staff more aware and more attentive to the time factors and allowed the, allowed the, staff, or allowed the owner to know that the greatest amount of staff were on the floor at any one time. It was a really good outcome for him because... He, in fact, started saving so much money by people being on the floor and generating greater sales in his business that actually paid for the payroll system. Yeah, no, look, absolutely, and I so think it's a solution within itself. I think we could probably all list, list, have a list as long as our arm of all of the different problems that, uh, obviously, when you don't have a well-managed payroll system and even an HR system around rosters, what the questions that inevitably come up when you do come to that payroll run: Did that person work on this day? Did they go? Did they go and do an extra delivery? Did they come back late? Um, did they? When did they go on their lunch breaks? You know, all of those questions that often become a burden on, uh, you know, probably usually uh, for most of our listeners, our, our bookkeepers or perhaps even ourselves. Um, so how, how, do the, how does um, the managed payroll solutions um, help to avoid all of those conversations and particularly those ones like, I want to put my annual leave in. It, can I have annual leave at this time? Um, you know, all of those extra administrative processes, which I'm sure when we think about them in, in hindsight, you know, can add up to a significant amount of time at the end of the day? Well, I can, and one of the beauties, of, and please, again, I'm starting to sound a little like an infomercial, but the software that we do put in from Wageloc, 
allows a lot of those processes to be overcome. One of the problems you were just talking about then is often in a fortnightly pay or pay run, when a pharmacist comes to ticking off pay sheets at the end of the fortnight, if a staff member turned up half an hour late on the first day, by the end of that fortnight, you can't remember that that occurred. Uh, where the solution we've put in is a, is a cyclic or a daily cycle for information. So in other words, the manager at the end of the day or a retail manager, whoever has the authority to do so, actually has to check off the people with there. Yes. So if somebody had started late, they turned up on a um, outlier sheet or another report at the end of the day, so the person can actually check that. So you know on a day-to-day basis what's actually occurring in your business. Yeah, no, look, absolutely. And it's all those checks and balances as well to make sure that, uh, you know, certainly it, it adheres to what you, what you intended to do. And, um, you know, cer- certainly one of the features I've, I've enjoyed the most um, of working with your product in the past has been uh, the template system in that you can you set, obviously, a roster template and uh, be able to monitor, as you say, the variances from that. And, uh, you know, certainly from a financial budgeting point, of view that's essential to be able to measure that on a daily basis and uh, so I guess you well, know if I, if I could just yeah no, that's okay to, you asked me about leave and stuff that's one of the other beauties of it as you construct those rosters if people are asking for leave at certain periods of time you can actually put that in yep. and say okay well I actually need this many people to be here you can constructively do it where most of us as managers will sign you'll sign leave slips and then all of a sudden you realise that three people actually were off on leave at one time and it was an unintended consequence of not thinking through your business processes. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and what do you see are the biggest problems um, that most clients that come to you um, are facing when they start with you that obviously, you know, by coming on board with your integrated payroll and HR solution, um, that, that can actually start to solve that. And how do you see that transitioning? Do they... Can they immediately receive benefits from it, or you know what? What, what I guess is holding them back when they come in to first have that discussion with you. Well, I guess they can have immediate benefits. As I said, I, we, we've noticed that once it goes in, and we've got it in as uh, smaller sites as four people, uh, up to eighty people. Uh, we notice that staff become very conscious of attendance of at work on time, or actually having a legitimate excuse. Uh, and there's also the ability. And if you've got a staff member who comes in, has a cup of tea before they start, that even though they clocked on half an hour early, you actually knew that. So there's a bit of that. One of the other really, I think, uh, one of the big consequences for people is the idea of the award interpretation. Mm-hmm. And this is it's vital in a business because so many people get it wrong. As a branch, we've actually represented members because of the uh, misinterpretation um, of the award structure in what used to be an old state award, but even in the new PIO, a lot of people aren't, you know, au fait with it. They don't actually completely understand it. They apply the wrong components. Am I paying some somebody properly on a Friday or a Saturday night or are we doing all this? The software we actually give them actually adjust for that. It's a it's an award interpreter, so if they move their roster around or put new people in whatever, they can actually see that occurring in real time. Mm also means that when it, when their information gets to us, one of the reasons that uh, we've found a high satisfaction level amongst our clients is the fact that we, in fact, stop errors before they happen. Because we've got experts here in the branch, in the industrial relations sector, my industrial relations manager is, in fact, in charge of the payroll section. Because we've got that expertise, we, in fact, stop most of the errors before they occur. We get back in contact with the owner or we get back in contact with the manager. We get the... the uh, error taken out of the payroll, and then it's a solution. Uh, the solution's made for them. So they've got all that component to work with as well. Often, even coming on board, when, when we actually have people come on board, we'll check things like their contracts and make sure that under the uh, good faith test that people are actually getting paid for it. And we've had a couple of occasions where we've had to go back to people and tell them that, in fact, their contracts were not legally binding because of the fact that they were under paying people and that they needed to adjust themselves and that's actually good advice because it saves a member being taken to Fair Work Australia, the Fair Work Ombudsman coming through your store and making a, making a, a mess of what was a profitable year. Yep. So if 
products that they, they're some of the things that actually occur. In fact, you might remember, Rob, there's been a couple of uh, Fair Work Australia um, reviews, yep. one in Queensland in particular, and then an Australia-wide one. Our branch received a 93% satisfaction rating out of that uh, program just for our state, and we got 100% compliance with our customers. Hmm. So what they had through the strength of being with the Guild Payroll Services, they actually had the Guild standing behind them. We make sure, check and make sure everything's right, and then put it in place because in the long run, we want members to be happy, and we are a membership organisation. I need to keep the members on board. Yeah, no, look, absolutely. And, and and you mentioned the compliance, obviously, with Fair Work, and there's obviously the award interpretations and obviously, you know, being able to increase pay rates on anniversary dates, be it, um, you know, length of employment or even, uh, you know, birthdays when you're going from 16 through to 21. Um, what what does does the payroll solution and is there plans to I guess include all the documentation that accompanies that? Obviously, the guild through the quality care program provides some great templates that do get updated through the various cycles throughout the year. Um, but is there is there a service for uh, for members and also non-members to you know have all of their contracts checked and uh, you know made sure that they're compliant as well and all their documentation around their processes is? Well, we we don't actually check the final components. We will ask for contracts to be sent through to us, pay rates, etc. Yep. And what we'll do is in setting it up, we actually check all those processes for people. So if we've got some doubtful process, well. We've got somebody that we believe should be on a higher pay rate. We actually will contact the person or contact the owner and say, look, you know, this is, in our opinion, you might want to look at this. In the long run, it's uh, part of being a business owner. You actually have to be, I guess, settled in the view that you're paying your staff appropriately. We'll give you advice. Yeah. So we have all those processes in place. I guess to match all their back-end stuff for Fair Work Australia, we supply the reports that happen that are required anyway. Yeah. We do have, we know that, uh, again, uh, we knew that some of the external uh, pay bureaus in uh, pharmacy at the time were uh, were charging people for them. We had no charge at all. We ran up the reports for them. We see that as just part of the normal client service. Yeah. So really for us, we look at all the compliance issues. Our IR manager will ask you specific questions there. And you do have to show some documentation, uh, which is normally making sure that we've actually got the right tax numbers and that people actually have things like superannuation uh, choice forms. Yeah. So that, that that's one of the biggest things now is, is the changes in superannuation. A lot of people don't understand. We actually have that service, but we even if you weren't going to use that service, that would be something we'd be asking you. And that actually allows the owner to then go back and check and make sure that their HR is up to date. We often talk to them about their QCPP compliance and make sure that they understand that these two things actually can run hand in hand. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I thought it would obviously be of benefit to our listeners to, to really just get under the bonnet and see how, how things work work from end to end to end so my 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 interpretation and again correct me at any stage if i if i misinterpret is that the um uh, the employee comes in and signs on with a fingerprint reader when they come into the the pharmacy and will uh and and will sign in and obviously that's registered on 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 the screen as well and obviously employees will come and go through their breaks and that's obviously all being um tracked through the uh, through the system and at the end of obviously a week or a fortnight depending on the on the cycle um that information can then transfer across to um, guild payroll and you do all of the entries and so forth um can you tell tell um, tell our listeners obviously once once you get hold of the information from the wage lock system that gets transmitted through um what what do you do for the uh for the client from that point oh right, well when the information once it's transferred to us it comes in i've got uh, around about nine nine or ten employees now who actually yep. work in this area so one of the employees will actually, we give a designated uh, portfolio to each employee. So you'll in fact have a person to contact, unless they're on leave. Uh, we, we unlike a lot of pay bureaus, we don't work on a voice mailing, um, press a button and you know, you'll fly, maybe get to a contact eventually. Yep. You actually speak to a human being when you call us. Yep. That's one of the uh, main things. 
And what will happen is that information then comes to us normally on a fortnightly cycle. We we process that information, comes in, we look at it, uh, fine tooth cones run over the top of it. If there are any problems, as I said, we'll get back to people. We'll give them the opportunity to infect and make any adjustments that need to be made. We uh, will then, once that's all clear and everybody's happy, basically we run that report. That report's run through another process called TABS, which is our uh, software here that we use. Again, another locally sourced program, which has been great uh, because WageLock and TABS have actually worked together for many years, which we didn't know. We'd gone and sourced them independently, and uh, when we found out that, it felt very, very secure. Uh, that all occurred. From there, we actually send payslips to staff, and that's all done electronically. Yep. That'll happen. We then send a program to the bank. We run a system called TNAs, which are third-party authorities with banks. What we do is we actually send it to our bank, which is the Commonwealth Bank, happy to say that, and then they transfer the file over to other banks. And they, in fact, route the, through the agreement with the banks, the money's removed to pay staff. So staff will now get their pay slips. They'll get them to a designated uh, email address. And we also do the yearly end of um, the end of year uh, information as well as the same process. What will happen then is TABS actually keeps all that information. We build up a record. We've got your rosters. We actually keep a record of those. That information's come through to us. WageLock also keep a blind server, so that information is actually held. So you've now got your information in about three spots. We then will send you an end-of-month report, or if people do want to be sent end of fortnight, we normally send end-of-month reports so that your accountants can then file off into whether whatever finance package you're using yeah. uh, the information for salaries and we actually do your end of year reports as well so if i can come to that's basically it but if i can come to the end of year we compile all your end of year reports we send them back to you for checking you'll normally hear from our ir manager or one of our other staff asking but often the the, the because it's so busy at the end of our financial year people are um people are normally off doing other things what have you but you'll often hear from one of my staff, no, I should have checked that payroll. Once that's checked and everything's done, we then actually send that file to the ATO on your behalf. That's yep. electronically transferred. Yep. So really it's a bit of a set and forget process. Absolutely. And, and I thought, Michael, I'll also ask, with, with the uh, reports that you do generate for the pharmacies, and obviously then that goes to the accountant, um, and obviously some pharmacies do uh, are starting to use, I guess, more cloud-based uh, accounting packages, you know, like Xero and things like that. Is there a capability that that report um, or information can then be integrated with your system, I guess, to reduce that extra data entry at the other end? Yeah, we can, we can, we're we doing that right now. We can. We do send a lot of electronic reporting to people so they can be integrated. We know that the WageLock stuff uh, also works very, very well with Mile. So that's one of the big processes. We're actually looking, we're, one of the processes we are looking at is how can we actually write reports so they can be taken up into a myriad of different software packages. Yeah. And that solution, we're, we think we're looking at a solution a lot of pay bureaus have it because... As if we're trying to get it so it's a final system, the less hands and the less data input that anybody has to have, the better the system will become. Yeah, look, absolutely, because then, you know, realistically, it's the, the, the data is all the same. And obviously, if there is that uh, integration and uh, transmission across, um, it obviously minimises the number of touches, whether it be from the pharmacy owner, the bookkeeper, or the accountant. And I guess by doing that as well, it reduces that error of, um, you know, incorrect data entry. Now, so that so that's so that's brilliant, and I think and I think our listeners can get an appreciation of that. Obviously, Michael's giving it from a guild payroll perspective, and there are obviously other payroll providers. But I, I have found over over the journey that you know that, that the integration is significantly improved on all of the manual processes that you do have to run through previously, and uh, you know certainly it, it does have a lot of comfort around having obviously the guild's verification around obviously all the fair work components and the compliance with the the PIA but I get I guess Michael what what would you what would you as a first step or even first and second step be recommending to our listeners today is to you know from, from a practical perspective they may not be 
they may need to start to work out obviously what their time is worth versus perhaps looking at a at a at an end-to-end integrated outsource solution such as yourselves but i guess what would you say is the first logical step for them to start to make that transition and we talk about a lot on this show about the real benefits of leveraging that operational efficiency because realistically we can't be patient centric if we're back office centric so I think this is where I think the, the logical step is, but what would you think, what would you advise? Well, you're talking back to what I was saying before, they've really got to have a look at what their time management processes are. Yeah. So if your time management processes, you spend two or three hours a week on payroll, you've got grumpy staff walking around your pharmacy because you know, odd, the odd errors have been made, everybody's talked to each other around, it's grumpy. I mean, this, our system does alleviate a lot of that because they can just say, well, you know, we'll ring the guild and we'll get it fixed for you uh, because it really puts off to a third party. But if they're really being hammered, you know, in these in these tighter times, they're trying to spend more and more time with the patients, the idea is, is how do I actually alleviate that and start looking not just at the payroll, I guess, I guess, but all your business processes to see if there's somebody that you can either outsource that to within the business itself yeah. and maybe gaining a bit of trust in, uh, in somebody's ability or... In fact, getting some specialist management services to come in and do things. Yep. That, for me, is where they really should be looking because, again, we come back to they're, tra- they're trained scientists. They really want to be working with patients. And if they can alleviate some of their back-end components, they should, you know, should try and do so. And I think the other thing is you've got to, you've got to place what, what value to your actual business is it for you, in fact, doing all that processing work. A lot of people will use spouses, um, which, is, which is a good way of going as well, uh, particularly if your spouse is trained in bookkeeping or accounting processes. Yep. So really, I think that's, you've got to start looking at how you manage and how you more intelligently manage your business. Because the more you can give away, your, and here's a cost at first, but I think you'll find that the time back to where you can actually go and do the core part of your business, which is looking after patients, will be a really high value. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about so much on this show that really the centre of it is the patient's problems. And for us as pharmacists, by giving them the amount of time that they need to solve that problem with us and not simply trying to shortcut it so that we can get back to doing things like bookkeeping and obviously payroll payroll production and processing, um, which really doesn't leverage any value to our patients. And I, I believe, obviously, at the end of the day, our patients are our bosses. And if we don't give them the time that they deserve, they will go searching elsewhere for someone who will. And I think being operationally efficient is such a big key to that. And, uh, you know, as we've discussed today, there's just so many aspects that can be ironed out and made more efficient uh, by looking at this type of integrated payroll solution and even, you know, looking at your HR processes and trying to streamline that to, again, make sure that you're obviously compliant, but that you're also, you know, leveraging the maximum amount of time in your in your busy schedule. And I, think, I think one of the big things that people really need to start recognising is you can't be an expert in every field. And that lack of attention to detail at times can be quite costly because it will make a process that is, well, which a process that people would think is really quite relatively easy and simple, is, can be far more complex than what you actually understand. And that's where people do run into trouble. That's one of the things we have noticed with, with uh, members when we have, when, whether it's been they've come to our payroll service or they're just working for IR services, it's often the lack of understanding in the processes that in fact gets them into trouble. Yeah, no, look, absolutely. And Michael, I love to always finish with it, with this question and it always is a bit of a curly one, but if um, if obviously time and resources were no barrier, um, particularly in getting these end-to-end solutions 100% perfect or really anything outside of it, from maybe from a technology perspective, what, what would you love to inter- implement in Australian pharmacies today? To, to be honest, what I'd really like to see, and a lot of people won't, maybe agree with me, I mean, we do become very centric on patient systems, etc. I would really like to see members actually taking more and more advantage of things like integrated payroll systems, not just for us, but uh, I'd like to see them actually do it because it is a burden relief system. And also taking, uh, I think, a bit more time with things like 
on my HR processes and stuff that they can get to make sure their contracting's right, etc. Because the human resource is the thing that drives the business. Yeah. Your pharmacy assistants, if they're disgruntled or unhappy with the way things have been done or what have you, are going to are the I guess the main the main sellers of your services for a lot in a large extent. And it's about keeping your staff happy and having good systems can do that. Also use of uh, a lot of these sorts of technologies and also we have nearly three and a half thousand to four thousand people on our payroll service we have had not one complaint about things like our fingerprinting yeah. because we're actually using modern technologies staff really like it they think it's a bit james bondish but that's really made for much happier staff staff it sounds quite funny i think we have never had a disgruntled staff member ring us up and tell us that uh, you know their boss keeps their time better now they actually do tell us when we go to schools that they really like the fingerprint thing because it makes them feel really good. So I think the use of technology in HR, IR is really, really important. I think it's a, a lowly thought of component at the moment. But it's not just with pharmacy. I think that's with all small and medium enterprises yep. really need to look at that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Michael, it's been fantastic having you on today. I know our listeners have got a lot of benefit out of it and really can start to see how they can become so much more operationally efficient in one of these critical areas of their business, which really shouldn't be a hat that they wear on their head. So thanks for coming on. I look forward to continue to follow the journey of Guild Payroll and how this end-to-end solution gets closer and closer to that 100% and uh, look forward to chatting yet again in the not-too-distant future. Thanks very much, Robert, and good luck to you and all, all your listeners. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. Well, I reckon we may be a little bit polarised with what we got out of that. I think there'll be some of us who have been looking at that and thinking, wow, I've got a new respect for my bookkeeper or my administration manager for what they have to do every week. Or for some of us who have been wearing that hat for a long period of time, we'll be thinking, yep, yep, this is all exactly what I'm having to go through every week. And it's great to actually finally hear that there is a better way and a way to actually streamline that so that it doesn't all have to fall on you. So I think what we need to be focusing on here, and it's not so much taking into account what Guild Payroll are doing. I'm going to try and get a few other companies on this show, and it's not about plugging their products, but really trying to zero in on the process behind it and how those processes are actually aiding and automating tasks in our business so that we can spend our higher value time focusing on our patients and giving them perhaps an extra 30 seconds every time they come in and how valuable that might be for them. So that's what we're going to be needing to focus on. But I did manage to condense out my three key learnings. It was difficult. There is a lot that we could all take away from that. But number one is that Guild Payroll evolved simply because members got sick of doing payroll and they had upset employees, and obviously that's bad for business. So the important part of it is, is that Guild Payroll started with a big problem, and it's not a problem that's gone away. We see it in our businesses all the time, but they've started developing a very powerful solution that they're able to now use web-based HR solutions that they're moving towards, making it easy and seamless, paperless, and obviously integrated and compliant with all the fair work Um, compliance that we need to be doing now and also making sure that we can keep accurate records as well and we're also very compliant with the pharmacy industry award which does change every year so we're not missing birthdays we're not missing anniversary dates of contracts it's all taken care of so the important thing with all of this as we've already spoken about is try to really identify the problem and how an organization like Guild payroll or anyone else for that matter can actually assist you in taking that off your hands so that you can focus more on not getting the data and plugging the data in, but really taking the knowledge out of it and how it's presented to you in a great format. Uh, The second is really what you're able to get out of it. So we spoke about knowledge, but it's the insights. So these systems are designed so that you're able to template exactly what your roster should look like um, so that you're compliant with all of your benchmarks that hopefully you're setting with your accountant probably every quarter around what your wages to sales or wages to gross profit, which is probably a lot more relevant at the moment, 
um, can actually be in your pharmacy. And you're actually able to benchmark yourself every week. So you're not having to wait until the quarterly review with your accountant to see how you're going. And you've got a powerful tool that can do that. But also you're able to then forecast and and develop some strategic planning around how you're going to manage Christmas, how you're going to manage public holidays, what people's availability is like. And you're able to then also see that, you know, who's being the most compliant person, who's coming in early, who's leaving leaving late, or who's perhaps cutting their breaks off. And, and, and it's got some great insights that you can take away from that so that when you're having discussions around performance, with your team, you can really zero in on areas of improvement rather than just simply having a scoping discussion so that you can focus more on actions. And the third, we're focusing on team now, your team's gonna drive your business. So we wanna make them happy. We don't wanna make them sad because they have to keep hassling you to apply for annual leave, get last week's pay slip, change their banking details, find out uh, whether, whether other people are on leave as well. And it might also be that your accountant needs access to reports as well and you want to keep them happy and make sure that everything comes to them on time. And that's the important thing about systematizing everything here so that you can aid and automate those tasks in the business so that you've got access to a system where your team can plug in and get the information they need, they can make all the changes, make the applications, and that you're literally just in a position where you can, with an informed background, make that decision for them rather than needing to invest a whole lot of time that you perhaps don't even have to be able to go through the rosters for the next month and decide whether you can grant that annual leave request or not. I'm sure they'll be a lot happier. And certainly if they if they get all their details <laughs> ironed out and there's no issues, I think they'll be a lot happier with that. And on top of that, you'll become a more operationally efficient business, which means you may not have ever had as much time to actually sit there and think, hey, I can spend more time with my patients. I don't need to run away going to the back of the dispensary to get this week's pay run done or to get the rosters done, that it can be done in a smarter, more efficient way. Okay, that brings us to the end of another episode of Transformation. But before I go, I just wanted to highlight some key dates for everyone as well. Next week, keep your eye out on robertstar.com. I don't have the exact date yet, but the Pharmacy Freedom Index will also be available as an online test as well. You'll be able to do the whole 75 questions on your own, and then you'll be able to book in with me to review your results, and we can go through step-by-step all the areas of improvement that can be taken in your business, and also, more importantly, how you can take action inside the next 12 months to get that happening in your smarter, more successful 21st century business. Also, I wanted to keep your eyes out as well for for the Pharmacy Business Network on September 12th. I'll be doing a presentation and a workshop on the Friday afternoon, which is entitled how to communicate effectively with your team in only 20 minutes a week. You may not believe it, but it can be done. So if you're interested in checking that out, come along. I'd love to see you on the day. Also, uh, the general release for transformation. So for everyone out there listening, how can I get hold of transformation? You can go to robertstar.com. You can pre-order. That way you'll have it on the release date on the 15th of September. And don't forget, you can go across to transformation.com.au and register for the transformation community already. You'll be the first to know when it's open. We'll have our discussion group open for all of our motivated pharmacy owner listeners. I go in there every day, check it out. There's so much information and material and content that's going to go in there. You're going to love it. Have a great week, everyone, and enjoy the weekend.